Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Emmanuel Probst on the line. Emmanuel, how are you? Michael, thank you for having me on the show. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Very timely. So for those that don't know you, why don't you share a little bit about you and then we'll dive into the conversation. Hey, sounds good. My name is Emmanuel Probst. I'm uh, the global lead for brand thought leadership at Ipsos. And Ipsos is one of the largest, if not the largest, market research agency in the world. I'm also an adjunct professor in consumer market research at UCLA, uh, the University of California at Los Angeles. And I do some writing on the side, if you will. My new book, Assemblage, The Art and Science of Brand Transformation, is coming out now. Well, congratulations on the new book and all the amazing work you do. And, uh, you know, definitely want to, you know, pick your brain for my audience who, you know, they're always looking for, you know, new ideas and different ways to approach branding and marketing. So what, what interested you to, you to start that career? Now, obviously with being a you know, professor at UCLA too, you know, there's you know, so many different ways we can take this conversation, but I'm curious, you know, what got you interested in, in the branding space? Yeah, you know, it took me a, a few years to get there. But what hasn't changed is uh, this passion for understanding why do people do what they do? That's really how I stepped into this industry. I'll be honest, I didn't initially choose market research. I think very, very few people do. People choose tech, people choose finance, people choose advertising. Very few people choose market research. And the the true story is when I lived in the UK and I was studying for my MBA, I needed a job to keep the cash coming. And I found a part-time job at a market research agency. And instantly I got sucked in in a good way because I thought it was fascinating listening to people articulate how do they go about making those decisions. And that hasn't changed. And what keeps me excited, involved, and hopefully humble is to constantly listen, listen to people, listen to citizens, listen to patients, listen to consumers, and of course, listen to people whom are way more senior than I am, but also listen to people whom just started in their career and have that cultural perspective that I don't necessarily have. And I believe uh, you've got a, a psychology background there, and I think that pays huge dividends in understanding and the in the desire of, you know, what motivates people to to buy, to open up that wallet and to grab their credit card or their cash and and buy or purchase something, whether it's a product or a service, and and those changes you know, those decisions change over time. And you know, I had a conversation the other day with someone uh, talking about how, you know, the consumer is, uh, you know, has more access to education and information about things than they have, you know, in, in previous generations with, with the internet and, you know, the research that's available to a lot of people. But, uh, you know, what are, I'm, I'm assuming there's some new things, but I'm sure there's a lot of things that have stayed the same when it comes to people's interest in in, in products or services. Yeah, um, 
Reflecting on, on everything you just said, Michael, first, absolutely, the consumer psychology perspective, that really brings a, a, a fresh perspective and a different perspective on the world of branding and marketing. That is, we have many very talented brand strategists, especially in the US, and their input is important. And I augment the value, if you will, by providing the perspective of the consumer. And even before calling people consumers, which is accurate, but people. And what I mean by this is people don't care about most brands. Uh, people are most of the time not seeking more brands. People are looking for meaning. People are looking for something that's engaging. What are the brands that are going to help people become who they want to be? I think that's the challenge in, in branding. A, a brand needs to be transformative, meaning not just sell products that do the job, and that's important, that's important, but also transform people into who they want to become and transform the world around them. So that's uh, that's the first part of the answer. And uh, um, well, it's, it's important, I think, that uh, the businesses understand that people want things that are going to be transformative to make their life easier or better or improve things, whether it's as simple as uh, a nice pillow to get a better night's sleep to a newer phone that uh, works faster and they don't have to charge their batteries so much to uh, you know, new ways to store food in their refrigerators so they can make more meals at home so they eat healthier to just experiences on cruises or vacations or vehicles, you name it. Uh, it's in, in, when, you know, I became more aware of branding and marketing, it, it definitely opened up my eyes because my original career was accounting. All we cared about was the numbers. You know, we didn't really care about the marketing or anything like that. We were just concerned of, you know, what's the budget look like? But as I you know, launched my own business and, and started working with people, you know, I recognized right away, it's like, there's, there's a method to it and, you know, connecting with the desires and the needs of people to take them on a journey from where they are to where they want to be and helping them connect the dots to get to where they want to be is such a crucial step that you know, a lot of businesses struggle with for some reason. And to your point, that's because a lot of businesses focus on the product, which again is, is important. Also focus on short-term tactics to drive sales. And listen, I don't blame them. I understand that when you operate any form of business, you need to drive clients to your product as soon and as fast and as often as you can. However, in the long term, what we see, that's what we, we call brand versus product advertising, if you will. Uh, pushing sales, that's not building a brand. That is driving traffic to a website. That is driving sales, but that's not about building a brand. That's why so many direct consumer brands struggle. That's because you can buy traffic, meaning you can spend a lot of money and bring people to your website. You can hopefully convert these people into customers. And of course, the hard part now is to get them to come back and buy more from you. So reflecting on everything we discussed so far, Michael, I think you use this terminology of journey. And that's really the challenge to marketers. And that is really what we need to solve. 
establishing brands, establishing products that are not just fads, that are not just trends, that people will be loyal to, that people will be willing to pay a premium for, that people will keep buying and buying again and recommend to their friends and family. Yeah, because a repeat customer or an ongoing customer uh, generates a lot more revenue opportunities and lower acquisition costs than bringing in a new customer. We all love new customers, but uh, taking care of our existing customers goes a long way in establishing the brand and making sure things grow. Yeah, and there is this thinking that thanks to the internet and social media platforms and influencers well now all brands big and small can build an audience easily and do so cheaply well that's that's not completely true yes you do as a small brand have access to a potentially large audience that doesn't mean it's easy and that doesn't mean it's cheap. Uh, eventually, you will have to collaborate with influencers and they'll charge you. And eventually, you have to advertise and that doesn't come cheap. And of course, anything that is related to creating a e-commerce presence is expensive, right? You need some user experience, you need some website design, you need some payment, you need some supply chain. So the world, I think, is both easier and harder for brands. You have less gatekeepers, or should I say, you have new gatekeepers. And really those gatekeepers are the social media platforms, are the ad exchanges. And of course you have hundreds of competitors, basically in almost any category, right? Uh, so that makes it harder. That's where your branding and your messaging comes out to differentiate. So when the audience, and you know, this is where the sales kicks in and targeting, you know, knowing who your ideal customer is and meeting them where they are. And again, taking them along the journey of, you know, this is where you are. This is where you want to be. We can help you get to where you want to be. And here's what it looks like. And, and get create that belief within them saying, with this product or service, I'm going to be able to get to where I want to be and or what I want to have. And that is a, a big thing. And with you know the social media side of things and influencers and all of that, that's great. But sometimes I find that you know, if you if you have an influencer that is talking about your product or service and okay, yeah, it's generating some sales. Are those customers initially, they're not tied to necessarily you as the company. They're, they're tied to the influencer. And it, once they buy your product or service, then it's on you to say, okay, we want to make sure that, you know, they stay as a, a customer of us because they like our product, not just because an influencer told them that this was a great product. They want that customer to recognize that as well. 100%. Reflecting on what you said, two things for our listeners today is again, the importance of the journey that is, Take a step back from your brand and your product. Put yourself in the shoes of people. And I insist on this world, on this world, people, not consumers and understand how these people are going about their mission, their shopping mission. That is to discover your product, to find your product, to buy your product, to buy your product again. So, uh, consumer journey work is extremely valuable for that reason. And we do a lot of that at Ipsos, uh, 
with very large brands, very, very large tech brands, but also with smaller brands, again, because of the importance of understanding the different touch points between the brand and the individual throughout this process. And the second thing you said about influencers is, is completely true. Hopefully they will drive traffic to your brand. Not always. So they will, if you sell uh, cosmetics, they will, if you sell gadgets, they will, if you sell electronics, it's harder, of course, uh, in other categories like finance and banking and furnishing and, and the likes. As soon as these people reach your platform, whether it's an e-commerce or an app or um, social media presence, that is now time for you to really co-create this story, this relationship between the consumers or even prior to that, the people and your brand and establish this unique interaction that will make them feel unique, that will make them feel valued, and that will make them want to come back to your brand and endorse your brand. It's definitely important work. So let's segue over to your new book. Let's let's hear about that. You know, what motivated you to to take all the time and it takes a lot of time to write a book. So uh, tell me a little bit about the book. Yeah, you know, we're circling back to what we established earlier in our conversation, Michael, that is most people don't want more brands. Most consumers are not seeking any more products. And I have a tough message for you, brand marketers. Uh, most people don't care, meaning you have some categories that are very engaging emotionally in fashion, in travel. You also have some categories that are not engaging emo emotionally if you buy bleach or if you buy toothpaste. So to differentiate, to be sustainable, to identify a sustainable stream of revenue, what brands need to do is not just sell products, but also transform people into who they want to become. So we all have a hero if you will, within us, we are who we are and we are who we want to become for ourselves. That's our personal identity project and how we want to appear to the people around us. And this book assemblage, the art and science of transformation shows you how to create brands that make a positive impact on me, the individual on my world. That is the world around me, my friends and family and the world at large. And when I say the world at large, we are thinking of responsible consumerism. We are thinking about sustainability and everything, of course, that has to do with corporate social responsibility and brand purpose. Well, it's a very needed and timely book, and I, I love the uh, the personal identity project. That is such a uh, an important work just for obviously for a business, but as individuals, because I do a lot of work in the burnout space and a lot mm. of people are, you know, stressed and all of that. And in many situations, it's because people have either forgotten or they, they've never really understood who they were or who they are. And by in this brand or an organization, it's like, you know, who are we? You know, what, what is our brand? What is our mission? What do we, uh, trying to accomplish what do we what, what's our purpose here and get really crystal clear with that and I, and I think your book is going to do a great job for people to help them flush that out uh in, in taking into consideration all the 
external things that are going on in the world, you know, making sure that, you know, we reduce our carbon footprint, we're taking care of the earth, we're taking care of, of people, we're inclusive, you know, all the things that are extremely important and on the minds of a lot of people, you know, making sure that, you know, we're living and breathing those activities naturally, not just, oh, we, we should do this because society wants us to. This should be a natural existence for, for us when we're, we're doing things and launching things. So you know, congratulations on the book. Very important work. Uh, first, Michael, you spoke about the work you do in the burnout space, and you exemplify the book, whereby <laughs> you're a business professional and you do some important work for people and for the community, right? And also in line with what you said, well, again, brands don't cannot just sell products. Remember that the hero, remember that the individual who is important is the consumer. And my point is when you manage a brand and when you're trying to get traction and differentiate, think about the consumer first who is this consumer who does he want to become what problem is this consumer trying to solve because you do some work in the burnout space you know that people are overwhelmed with media people are overwhelmed with technology and as you said at the end of the day people don't clearly understand necessarily who they are and a good brand is in my opinion a brand that is going to help the individual become who they want to be, solve this problem, solve this quest, help solve this quest for meaning that people have. A brand that is meaningful does exactly that. It's a brand that is going to help people uh, find meaning and focus on what is important and essential to them, not just another kind of popcorn, because we already have 350 skews when we want to buy popcorns but make me feel valued, important, and help me access meaning and who I want to become. Important words to live by for sure. So Manuel, I love this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and this amazing work you're doing? Michael and everyone, thank you again for having me on the show and for listening to us today. The book is called Assemblage, The Art and Science of Brand Transformation. Of course, you can find the book on Amazon. It's also available at Barnes and Nobles. If people wish to connect with me, my name is Emmanuel Probst. And of course, you can find me on Amazon, but also on LinkedIn. And if our listeners have questions, by all means, please shoot me a message on LinkedIn and I read my own emails and I write my own emails. So I will be more than happy to engage with you and address any additional questions you may have. Awesome. And I'll definitely have all those links in the show notes. So Manuel, thank you so much for the work you do. It's really important. It, it makes better products and services for all humanity. And uh, congratulations on your continued success. Thank you so much, Michael and everyone. And you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.